going to start with what God has been speaking. We are going to continue from last week, last Wednesday. If you missed last Wednesday, make sure to take time to locate it and, uh, and make sure that you are diligently going through that. Some people, when they miss one week, they don't take time to go through that week. But this is how the spiritual things are. The Bible says, those who have understanding, more will be given to you. But those who have not been listening, even the little that they have will be taken away. It's one of the most scary verses uh, in the scriptures. So it's very important that you, you, you are diligent with not missing a single week so that you are on the rhythm of the Holy Spirit, the wave, the momentum of the Holy Spirit. So we thank God. Last Wednesday, I gave you 10 keys. And uh, before I gave you 10 keys, 10 keys was in the end. I kept it for the end. Before that, I talked about timeline. Okay, not rushing and the reason why sometimes you don't see um, a breakthrough in the beginning but does not mean that there is no breakthrough. Pharaoh did not let them go with one plague but God had to attack them again and again and again and again and again to the point where the firstborn was touched and then Pharaoh let them go. So I was talking about spiritual warfare, about how we get discouraged that we are not already seeing results. Yet, if it is a giant, the warfare is different. If it is a system, the warfare is different. We, today I want to talk about the qualification of, of those whom God will use to break the yoke. That is the case, we need to know how does God See, what is God's perception? How does God use somebody? Okay, why does God use somebody? We want to just study that. So if you will open your scriptures, Exodus chapter 4, verse 10 to verse, verse 16, please. But Moses said, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent. I have been in the past, for since you have spoken to your servant, mm-hmm. I am slow of speech and of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute, or deaf, or seeing, or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth, and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, Oh my Lord, please. Send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, Is there not Aaron your brother the Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he is coming out to meet you. And when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you both what to do. He shall speak for you to the people. And he shall be your mouth, and you shall be as God to him. That is very, very powerful. 
Lord Jesus, help us. This video, this evening, is aimed at people that serve the Lord in whatever capacity. Doesn't necessarily have to be on the platform. If you believe that you are not called to be just a member of a church, but to serve the Lord in some capacity, then this word is for you. You see that one of the first things that I want to teach you today, one of the first things, do you have your notes ready? Okay. One of the first things that I want to teach is God is not looking for the perfect, but that which can be perfected. Write that down. God is not looking for that which that is perfect, but is looking for that which that can be perfected. If God were to look for perfect leaders, he will not find anybody. That is why he had to even send his only begotten son, Jesus. But what God is looking for is those who have learned the art of perfect dependency on him. Learning to lean on him is an art by itself. You have to learn to lean on him. If you are an individual that is very focused on perfection, you will be very discouraged and you will struggle in your walk with God. Because as perfect you may be, the closer you come to the light of God, the light of God is so pure that the closer you come to that great light, the further imperfections will become clearer and clearer. So just when you think you have arrived, just when you think you are perfect, and you come to Jesus, hey, he will show you how much more there is to be perfected. So if you are somebody that thinks that, okay, in order for me to to be used by God, I got to, you know, I got to, this is the standard that I have to achieve, this is what I need to do, and you are so driven by perfection you are going to be very, very discouraged because the closer you come, the closer you come to the light of God, the more flaws will become clearer. So that means, as a believer, in order for you to survive that trauma of realizing how imperfect you are, you have to learn to embrace the grace 
of the Lord Jesus. The grace that says, my grace is enough for you. In your weakness, his grace perfects you. In your weakness, his grace strengthens you. So then, it is about learning how to lean perfectly on the master. To learn to perfect your leaning. To perfect the dependency on Jesus. Learning to depend on Jesus in every area. In every area. Learning to be led by him. Learning to let God lead you. That's number one. Lesson number one for today. So you're looking at Moses who's looking at God and he starts arguing and say, oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past. <laughs> I'm telling you, this Moses is, is really, really, uh, this guy must be really bold because look at him, he's, he's even telling God on his face. Um, neither in the past or since you have spoken to yourself. This, you know, do you know how much boldness you need to have to tell God, I've been talking to you the last five minutes, but I've not get healed yet. Can you imagine that? That's exactly what he's saying. He's saying, neither in the past or since you have spoken to your servant. He's saying, you've been speaking to me all this while, but if you notice, I'm still stammering. I'm still stammering. I am slow of speech and of tongue. Okay. And God is still interested in this Moses. He's not healed. He's not yet perfect. He's still stammering. And God is still interested in using him. I'm telling you this right now, if God was interested in using perfect people, there would be no man and woman of God that is used. But God is looking at people that have learned to bring their weakness to the Lord. They learn to bring the weaknesses to the Lord every day of your life. Every day. Learn to bring your weaknesses to Jesus every day. Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? <laughs> now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. Okay. I want you to notice something. He's not saying, look, I'm going to fix your tongue. He's saying, I'm going to be with you. He's not saying, I'm going to change the situation. He's saying, in the situation, I'm going to be with you. A warrior of God is somebody that knows that in this situation, okay, God has not changed the situation, but God is with me in the situation. 
my situation is the same the problems are the same but the grace of god has just been multiplied on my life i'm telling you god is looking at raising up warriors that will not believe victory is come because the situation has changed and the reason why many people are discouraged is because in their mind in order for me to have a, a testimony it must require god physically moving things around for me for them if god has not physically moved things in their life they don't believe that victory is done but how god does is what he's saying that i'm not going to touch your tongue i'm going to be present with you beside you by your side but the believer is crying saying but lord you haven't changed my situation the situation same same but the grace has shifted situation is same grace has shifted situation is same but the anointing has shifted situation is same but my dimension is different last time when i fought i fought as a shepherd this time when i fight the giant i am fighting as an anointed man of god my position in the spirit has shifted my god people of god do you hear what god is speaking do you hear the heart of god because some of us are we still crying god that is not happen this is not happen the greatest change that is happening right now moses is that you are receiving a grace that you didn't have till last minute you are receiving a presence that you didn't have till last week oh you're receiving a courage that you didn't have till last week you're receiving a confidence somebody receive a confidence in your spirit somebody receive a courage in your spirit somebody receive a supernatural grace this evening in the mighty name of jesus some people are coming to a man of god for prayer somebody comes for a conference and you're thinking oh solve the problem for me solve the problem for me just i want to hear a miracle testimony i want to go back and see a solution change maybe that is not what you need now what you need to know is that he is anointing your head with the oil of gladness Merabracante Bracasia, Lenda Bracasia, Reta Bracoseteke, Rati Bracasia. In this moment, in this season, that spirit of grief, that spirit of sorrow must leave in the mighty name of Jesus. That spirit of sadness, that spirit of depression, the oil of gladness is coming down. somebody rejoice somebody clap somebody shout receive
Receive grace in the name of Jesus. Next 30 seconds, forget your neighbor, lift your voice, clap your hands like never before. Open your mouth and receive this grace. Let me hear you. Wherever you're watching from, receive that. A wave of grace of God is coming down. A wave. Receive it. Receive it. As you clap, let the chains break in the name of Jesus. Somebody let go. Somebody jump in the river. Somebody let the Spirit of God carry you. Yes. Somebody shout Jesus. Because I am teaching you a very important principle that is not about you. It is about your ability to facilitate the presence of the Lord. <laughs> your ability to bring the presence of God into your life. Your ability <laughs> to guard the presence of God. Your ability to do everything to protect the presence of God in your family. I will do whatever it takes because my situation may not have changed but I know his presence is here. And if his presence is here, even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. Moses, I am with you. Look, people of God, it's, it's so clear. It says, it says, Moses, I will be with your mouth. God is saying, I am not interested in fixing your stammering right now. Because if I do fix your stammering, that can probably work against what is happening here. Because in order for me to use you to break the yoke of millions of people, I need a vessel that is constantly dependent on my grace. If I wanted a confident orator, I would have not come to you, Moses. When I make you my spokesperson, every second you are going to depend on my presence. You are not going to forget your limitations. You are not going to forget who you were. But you will remember who is with you. And it is in that perfect dependency that I am going to use you to break the yoke of millions of people.
I'm going to just read a verse. Just take it in. Don't. This is a time you're coming out with confidence. Not the confidence about yourself, but the confidence about the God that is with you. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 5. That experience, Paul is talking about his experience and he's saying is worth boasting. But I'm not going to boast about it. I will boast only about my weaknesses. If I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I would still be telling the truth. But I won't do it. Because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message. Verse 7. Even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Three times. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said my grace is all you need. My works best in weakness. Somebody hearing the voice of God? Respond to that voice now. Don't hold back. God is speaking to somebody. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Verse 10, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults. People are insulting you. Take pleasure. In the hardships, something is hard. Take pleasure. In persecutions, take pleasure. And troubles that I suffer for Christ. Yeah. So he's talking about a weakness. And then he's explaining what those weaknesses could be. And he's talking about insult. He's talking about hardship. He's talking about persecution and troubles that I suffer for Christ. This verse, many people take that verse and they say, oh, the weakness that uh, Paul, the, the thorn in the flesh that, that Paul is talking about is a human sickness. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that is why I take pleasure in my weakness and he's talking about in the insults, hardship, 
persecution and troubles that I suffer for Christ. That's the thorn in the flesh. That God says in this case, I want to keep you humble through it. And I want to teach you dependency on me. Perfect dependency on me. God is saying, I will be with your mouth and I will teach you what you shall speak. But he said, Oh my Lord, please send someone else. Do you know why the enemy wants to overwhelm you with the assignment that God has placed you? So that when the enemy can overwhelm you with what he's doing, overwhelm you continuously and then at some point you will give up in your assignment and you will say God send someone else because this weakness is too much this hardship is too much this pain is too much send someone else And the Bible is saying, then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. Kindled. You know, when you don't respond to the first instructions of the Lord and you still argue, you got to understand, God was not upset that he was reasoning with the Lord. That was not the problem. The fault was not that he had a, a question. That was not the issue. Because he had a genuine question. That's the difference between the question Zechariah asked and the question Mary asked. Both asked a similar question. When an angel of the Lord came to Zechariah and he said, I'm giving you a son. And he was shocked. He said, how will this be? The angel of the Lord got so upset with Zechariah. And he muted his mouth. He said, don't talk until what I say has come to pass. Then the angel goes to a young woman who asks the same question. At least it, it sounds similar. And she asked the question, you are telling me that I don't know a man and I'm going to conceive? How will this be? But God was not angry with with her. Instead, he showed her how it is going to happen. So what was the difference between the first question and her question? What was the difference? One was rooted in doubt. Another was rooted in curiosity. She's not doubting that it is possible. She's saying, I just, can you give me the formula? 
since I'm supposed to carry it? Am I supposed to stand on one leg? Am I supposed to climb a mountain? What am I supposed to do? How, how are we going to make this happen? But I believe it's going to happen. So that means that when you ask God certain questions, it is not like shut up and listen to me. No, our God is a kind God. He's a merciful God. So you are allowed to ask questions. But what God was upset is that God gave him an answer. He said, who made the man's mouth? Who, who is the God of miracles? And so he's not even giving Moses his resume of past success. He's going on to explain to Moses that Moses, don't you understand? Don't you understand? I am going to be with your mouth. So he's going, he's showing his past and he's giving him hint of his future. Meaning I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be with, I'm going to tell you what is going to happen. So Moses ignores his past of who God is and he ignores what he's capable of because he's stuck in his current reality. Current helplessness, current brokenness, current impossibility that is, it is too deep, I am too stuck in this sorrow, I am too sad, how, how am I here? And the Bible says, the anger of the Lord was kindled against him. Am I talking to the warriors of God? Is the warriors of God listening to me in this house? God is a patient God. The God that we serve is a patient God. But after he tells you of how he has been faithful in the past. And after he tells you how he is able to be faithful in the future. And you are still complaining about how it is not possible. God was disappointed with Moses. My God, God will never trust somebody with something when they refuse to do. He said, you know what? Then I'm going to send Aaron to you. It seems like God was sending Aaron to Moses to be a helper. But it was, was it really God's desire? It wasn't. In fact, it was something God was saying out of anger and frustration. He said, I really think, Moses, that you are able to do it. I am putting you in this assignment. I am putting you in this position of power. And yet, Moses is complaining about how he doesn't think is a good idea. So God is saying, okay. His anger kindled and he said, is there not Aaron, your brother, that's Levite? I know that he can speak well. Behold, he's coming to meet you. So there was a reason why God said, Moses, I need you to do this. But when he refused to do it, immediately God said, Aaron is already on the way. He's coming to meet you. <laughs> that means God knew the stand of Moses. Hear me, sometimes when human beings are adamant, God will leave you to your own adamancy. 
let me tell you people of god this guy was also one of the reasons why moses did not enter the promised land god sent aaron as a helper but aaron had even greater flaws aaron never understood the assignment that was on his life the way moses understood because it was only moses who had an encounter you will see later on i'll talk about it in a in a bit but you will see later on aaron is the one that caused idolatry yes. to come into the camp when he was coming down moses was so mad that he broke the 10 commandments that was written etched by the hands of god the guy that you wanted to be your replacement is a reason of your greatest disappointment because that guy there's so much that i can go into that but i'll hold myself but hear me people of god when god is calling you he's looking for warriors the scripture is talking about how Aaron God is saying I'm sending Aaron to you he shall speak for you to the people and he shall be your mouth and you shall be as God to him God is saying I would have liked for you to speak to the people why because somebody who has an encounter needs to talk to the people but now the only encounter that they are going to have is through Aaron's mouth what happens to Aaron who has not had a personal encounter when moses goes up that mountain Aaron is going to be lost because the only encounter he's had is with moses So as soon as Moses went up for 40 days Aaron felt lost because the man that was connecting him to that grace was removed from his life That is why the Bible says when Samuel was so disheartened by the disobedience of Saul the Bible says Samuel never saw Saul again for the rest of his life God is sending somebody into your life to help you there are many ways that that people can get help many ways sometimes you go up the mountain you have a direct encounter with God sometimes he sends you somebody that has had an encounter he brings them to you and that man when he left Aaron you see Aaron goes in his own ways this is where every son every daughter must say god let the encounters that my father has let it not miss me let me not be a textbook follower let me taste and see that the lord is good so when 
there is a time when the moses is awake for 40 days without direction you will still stand your ground and say no golden calf will ever come into my life is to depend on him because when you depend on him he is going to teach you how to grow he is going to teach you how to expand he is going to teach you what to do what not to do he is going to teach you the holy spirit is the best helper on the earth one more time holy spirit is the best helper on the earth when you depend on him he will teach you what is wrong with you don't allow the anger of the lord to be kindled with you because he is disappointed with you that you are staying in your current discouragement the holy spirit told me before i came out that today that we are going to chase them and catch them yes. you're going to chase and catch them all yes every works of the enemy every demonic attacks that have been coming against you last week every mind attack emotional attack financial attack marital attack every area of your life may the lord give you grace let it be known that the god you serve is a faithful god let it be known that the god you serve will not leave you midway through tonight what has happened in the spirit realm is you're going after that spirit of discouragement you will not make the mistake that moses made yes 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 sometimes you can make a mistake today you will only see the consequences of that 10 years later you can make one wrong decision today moses did not know that running away from his assignment where god planted him is going to cause a whole generation to go into idol worship much much later on so many times a decision you make today you don't even realize that is affecting you tomorrow so today you identify anything in your life that the enemy has planned positioned in your life to distract you from your assignment look at it and say not today devil i shall trust in the lord god is going to look at me and say i can depend on him i can depend on her i yes there is somebody dependable in montreal there is somebody dependable in sri lanka there is somebody dependable in south africa there is somebody dependable in india germany dubai wherever you're watching from let your voice go to say lord i will be among those that are dependable i am i am a warrior of god confess that open your mouth and say i am a warrior of god I will stand my ground. I will see victory. Yes, I will trust my God. His resume is uncomparable. 
Yes, 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 yes. He is faithful till the end. He is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. And so will I be in Jesus' name. Can God depend on you, people of God? Remember, I conclude with this. It's not your perfection. It is your perfect dependency. One more time. Here, 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 here. It's not about your perfect past. It is not about your perfect current environment. It might look like turmoil. But he that has tomorrow in his hands is telling you, can I just get you to trust me and walk with me? Hi, thank you daddy. Can I get you to be faithful today? Can I get you to humble yourself today? My power will be made manifest in your weakness. Get ready. All of this week, the power of God will be made manifest. How do I know? Because that's what happens when the word comes. When the word comes, it's always packed with the power that is in the word. This week, you're going to correct things because you're going to know that there is a power that is working beside you. Stay tuned. God is up to something. There's something happening. Yes. Stay tuned. It's beautiful what I see in the spirit. Even when you go out in the day, may you have encounters. Receive grace multiplied. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I love you. I'll see you Sunday.